0: Welcome to the New Zealand International Film Festival podcast series. Today's Q&A follows the Auckland premiere screening of Billy and the Kids. Director Mark Alberston is in conversation with Sally Woodfield and joined by Billy Graham and cast members of the documentary Latu, Ali and Nicole. Before we get started, um, please um, put your hands together once again for this. Thank special... <laughs> you. We're going to be a little bit of a slightly different QA because we've got a cast of 1,000. This is fantastic having you all here. So what I'm going to do to start off is um, is just intro- introduce everybody. So Mark Elliston, our director, is over here. And of course, Billy. Oh, thank
1: and everyone thank
0: Thanks so much for this um, wonderful documentary. It really is... So uh, inspiring to see this story on screen. I'm just going to start off with a couple of questions for Mark and then um, I think we'll just have a conversation between us or shall we? Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, it
0: so Mark, can you just tell us how you came across Billy and the amazing work that he's been doing over the years and how you saw it as, as a potential
2: documentary? Yeah,
3: so um... Years ago, I made a, a a feature film, and we went uh, casting around the country, and we went to the village. And we many can't even remember it, but we went in there, and there was Billy and another fellow, Grant, and coaches together with them. And I walked into this room, and honestly, there were just kids everywhere. It was like a zoo, and uh, they were they were climbing up on things, and they're all over the place. And I thought, man, who's in charge of this? And then I turned around, and I see Billy and Grant, and they're sitting on the, a bit like this, just sitting on the, you know, uh, where they box and. They sort of said, look at the talent in this room, you know, isn't it amazing? And I was going, well, what's going to happen here, what's next? You know, like, and, uh, and, then, and then the session started, and they all just jumped in, all started doing exercises. Um, the place ran, like, with precision, and everyone came and shook my hand. It was really strange. You know, I didn't know who these people were, yeah, but I felt, mates feel sort of really welcome. Uh, but the interesting thing was, afterwards, I talked to Billy, and he said, yeah, uh, these kids are all kids that stay in classrooms you know, which is pretty amazing and so that's, so that's how I got introduced
0: to the place yeah. and, and from there decided that this this story become you know something to tell for everyone to see
3: yeah exactly, last year I was having a few of mine with my own son uh, so I brought them in. and there are a hundred stories like the one with my son where you know he's struggling and this guy's helping him out. So how's
0: he doing now?
3: Well uh he was mountain biking yesterday and put a hole in his arm. <laughs> <laughs> uh but he's in really good shape and a lot of it due to what happened at the gym. And you know last year I was worried about him having a hole in his head, so that's good. Billy,
0: <laughs> really, if I could ask you, and, and I apologise, we've only got two microphones here, so we're going to share the mics around a bit. But if I could ask you, um, this is incredible what you're doing, and you've got, you said, seven gyms now. Um, how do we get this everywhere?
4: Just keep doing what we've done. <laughs> Just, um, there's towns in New Zealand that are doing a really good job, boxing clubs, judo clubs, wrestling clubs, rugby clubs, but there's something magic in boxing. And there's a lot of boxing clubs getting kids off the street and giving them the opportunity, and all their frustrated out, hitting the crap and bashing, smashing, a punchy bag <laughs> And so they're just going to go home. They don't want to bash you when they go home, they normally just want to have something to go to bed. And that's the really, that's with me when I was a kid. If someone fed me give me a bed, I was wrapped up in their face. But the boxing gym, I lived in it. I loved it. Uh, it's just something, we tell them you love cricket and tennis, but you really love boxing. You
5: know,
4: play, it's not a play game, you know. My coach got me, you know, he got me and turned my life around and I said, all sorts of problems, Soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Because what we see with the kids, you know, who you pick up and who, who become involved with the gyms is that, yes, they get into the boxing and things like that, and then that translates into other areas of their lives, I guess their relationships with their family, school, their future prospects.
4: It paints the dream because not all the kids come out of the rubbish dump. but a lot of these kids have come out of some, sometimes good homes. But they all need discipline, they all need friendship, and honestly, everywhere you go, in any town you go to, there's issues. There's no place that's exempt. Rich homes in Howard have a different problems, they can afford to buy the drugs. Kids are not on the drugs, they've got to the flog them, or sell something to flog off to buy the drug. So there's always issues. This is part of the lifestyle now, what goes on in our country. You get kids busy and give them a the dream, dare to be different, dare to step out, dare, dare to have good friends. You know, I've got friends in this room, I've known, and boys from the, the young kid, they're here tonight. And the ollie-wollies all come down from Auckland, people come up from Wellington, and they come and see us, you know, good And you make it a different sort of friendship out of boxing. And um, that's just great, there's some magic in it. you know, you don't realise it until you hit the bag, and skip a road and do some exercise, and then you're told to get in the ring? You've got to be joking. I'm not going to do that, you know. But we've had all sorts of people climb out that ring and they love it. We've had <laughs> champions, had a lot of champions in there. We're taking kids overseas to big competitions. Some of our kids met Muhammad Ali, shaking his hand, uh, and cried, we couldn't stop crying, I met him. Quite a but you know, it's great. I think
3: one of the cool things about boxing Sorry to jump in, but it's like when I see the kids turn up. But uh, my daughter couldn't get into a soccer team when she went to Wellington Girls because she didn't make the top five teams, you know. But girls come to the boxing gym in Cannon's Creek and everyone can join it. I think Larry doesn't turn anyone away, that's just Cannon's Creek is like it just hums at their jumpers, And um, everyone in Cannon's Creek knows about it. Um, I did some casting at a, college, at a, at a, at a primary school called uh, Rangakura Primary School for a different short film that I've done because I do drama stuff. Uh, and their kids were amazing at Rangakura Primary School, they great primary school. And so when I was, before I did the doco, I thought oh, I'd better do a bit, um, bit of research just to make sure it is what I think it is, you know. And I talked to Ondine at Rangakura and she said, oh, I've got kids, really quiet kids, big, massive, really quiet kids, you know, um, that go along to this gym. And uh, they go along, don't say boo to a ghost and come back and you can't stop them talking, you know. And that's from a really good primary school. Great, great teachers. So, what they do at the gym in life is amazing. Like last week my son was out boxing in Nai and he was wrestling with some kid on the ground, you know. Yeah, it's just amazing. These guys treat them like family and it's a normal sports club, you know, which is cool. But wouldn't you agree, Nicole,
0: the kids that come on? yeah, no, it's been um, it's awesome uh, to see the diversity of kids. Like um, especially I've got a I go to a local gym and it's um, it's in a area where everyone's like uh, quite um, well off so, so they're like, Oh you are up at that German kid and it's and I'm like, Oh my daughter, she won't wear anything that's not you know, not doesn't have an a name brand on it. Um, I bring her up and I'm like yeah bring her up so they bring them up and just to, um, so their kids are around that diversity and and they start to see that there's more to life than what you're wearing or how you look and all that sort of that sort of so every week we have um, some pretty cool stories
4: mm-hmm. Larges are fine these are nuggets these people not just normal <laughs> earthlings these guys are <laughs> out in the field Something completely different that doesn't really fit in the normal world. And, but these guys do. And Nicole, mate, she's like, I don't know, million, you know. She's our lotto winner. And the kid's <laughs> actually in love, you know. And this guy here, he's strong in the gut. he came in the gym and he was quite, he hardly said boo when he walked in. And I couldn't understand him, he couldn't speak very much in English. And I needed away, actually. But he, you know, he's just magic, you know. And he's got the ability to go a long way. But um, the school-loving, and he's going to be good at school, he's a prefect there. We've had five head prefects out of Nala Boxing Cabinet. There wouldn't be, yeah, nine head boys, that means, nine head boys. There wouldn't be a boxing club in the world that could score about that. I do you mean that. You know, you've got, once you go normally to a boxing club, aren't the kids that's going to do good at school, on most occasions. And this guy's exceptional, he's a little smart, you know, he's got the goods, eh? You know. <laughs> he's got the goods, he wants to be a lawyer, you know? And we've had people so can we help them to be able Because he can't do it on his own. And he got someone offered to be able to help him through the university. And this guy here probably didn't want me to say this, but he said, Billy, I can't take this. My sister's older than me. And um, she is like the one that needs the help. She hasn't got the contact with you. So, actually, I want to give it to my sister, you know? Well, I used to beat my sister up and take a food offer. her. <laughs> Still not. <honestly. laughs> you know? And, and last I thought, you know, like, you know, I'll put him in the ring when it's been really, really tough in his last fight. I think it was his last fight, you know, and he's having trouble during the first round. And I said, if you, if you have any trouble in the second, round, I throw the the talon will Willie, please don't throw the towel, please don't throw the towel. And I said, well, you be landing on him, but he's landing on you i the other side the towel. So he goes in there to do his very best because he's a warrior. He comes to fight. And this guy had too many armaments. He had a gun and a barrel, a double barrel shotgun at him. And I saw through the town and he'd come into the corner crying. So I don't give a call. I wasn't getting a was embarrassed embarrassment, I don't know. But that's what I had to do. We're looking after him. We look after him. I've seen a lot of people in this guy. It's it was a pain business, you know. But like Humpty Dumpty we actually can put them back together again and all the King's horses and King's men couldn't. <laughs> so we're doing something they couldn't do. You know, put them back together. It. That's exciting, you know. We need help, obviously we need help, because, you know, it's um Shareable trust, you know. Yeah, how, how do you fund it, Billy? Um, well, I was robbing a bank last week. I, think. <laughs> 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 I haven't knocked off any banks, but it's a few I'm capable of doing. With that good people, people in this room that know who they are, and I'm embarrassed enough to so mention that. But when we get the deep problem, I just hear he says, Look, we need, you know, we're going to do this right now. And I'll run people around and people help us out. And um, and we met Mark through his dad, his dad's on our board, and he's got a marble in his head and runs business and knows about business and they help us with that sort of stuff. Our council does everything for nothing. Our lawyers is employed now. <laughs> and they've used to do much work till we with them, you know. But um, yeah, we do get people helping us, and I do guest speaking as well. So we got them coming. My darling wife's down here, and she like dare come up here. you get me up here. But Kerry, we, I need a good woman. She needs a good man. <laughs> <laughs> She's like a lot of her too. <laughs> And we're both in love with the same man, so that makes that very handy. <laughs> so, but Carrie does all the hard work, all the stuff that's difficult, like I'm not joking by saying this. we haven't would be without I won't even slightly exaggerate, but she hasn't been to bed before they a got for a long, long time. And she's doing grants all the time. You might make ten grants and you're lucky to get two out of them. But we get them, we've been gone sixteen years and we're still gone and we'll be gone for another sixteen years. But we're still up to go. And we've got seven clubs, you know, but we want more than seven clubs. We've got the challenge, if we could find another nutcase like you, we'll get behind you. Well, we've got nutcases, there you go, you? <laughs> <laughs> you know. And we've got Lawrence Titta out here somewhere. And uh, Ray Lawrence, he's one of our good coaches, he's just going great. And uh, we have to put them back together again. <laughs> And he's doing a great job, his wife, he's got kids, all, all
3: called Gilly, unbelievable, huh? three kids all called Billy. <laughs> That's what <laughs> to <choice>. so actually, <laughs> just on that, look, Lawrence, if you do stand up here, yeah, I think, um, yeah. So Lawrence yeah. is running the Masterson Boxing Academy. Right?
5: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Can
3: Next stand up, he's over there too. Yeah, so, yeah, there you go. So, so Lawrence, I think after the, we had a cast in the crew screen, i will get you to, to use that pose and sick, but um, we had a cast in the crew screen and afterwards um, Lawrence came up to me and said, look, I'd be, it'd be one or two places I'd be if I hadn't come to the gym. One, one would be dead and the other one's in prison. So that's amazing. And these guys are running the gyms now, which is really cool. And people like Ali are at school mixing with all the kids that come to the gym. And they come to him with issues because he's Gone through the system, he stepped up, and he's some of the kids' trust, which I think is pretty amazing. So, yeah. And Luther, did you want to introduce
2: yourself? Yeah, oh, and Chris as well. Chris, Chris, stand no. up, please. Chris, my little brother. We're going
4: to the mic, we to get a, a back. A lot of, yeah. <laughs> of competitors in our house. <laughs> and, um, Chris is running Tiamutu. And doing a brilliant job with his dear daughter here, she's here somewhere, I can't see her there. And it's like, I don't know, <laughs> and era and era is just like, you know, we've got good people around us. You know, you're a nugget too, mate, you know. And they're doing a good job. And Chris has grown up with guys' old mind from a kid. And so I dragged him along to the gym and he was a baby. Literally. You know, he's saw of my motorbike when I go into the town. We've done a lot together. It. It's a great game, boxing's a great game and it's had a lot of, it's a bad run. There's a lot of bad people in it too. And you know, we're, we're really against fight for life. We don't talk professional to with anybody. We talk about turning young people into young adults that can stand up when the gun gets tough, they can flame or stand and say, That's not good enough and I'm not doing that. And with a bit of confidence in them, they can back that up. And it's good to know what you need to be know to do that you can stand up for what's right when you know that it is
0: right. Later, um, how was it? See, and Ali, how how was it with you both on screen in the documentary? How how have you found it?
2: Um, embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, um, Here <laughs> um, That's quite cool. Um, it, it's emotional. Hopefully, um, everyone gets the message. You know, and, um, sometimes it's sometimes not easy. As you know, I don't know how Billy did it for that couple of years. You know, sixteen years now. Running a gym, I don't know who does it. We've been running for five years now, and it's hard because you get a lot of stories into you, and it's hard to handle. And how do you deal with those stories? with All these kids with trouble backgrounds. How do you deal with it? You know, it's, it's hard, and we got to back and forth with those stories because we need rebounding. You know, we need a rebound because we hold it. It's gonna weigh us out. You know, but we're all in, in there for the kids, and it's really you know it's hard, and yeah. The same goes as, um yeah hopefully you guys will get the message and you know, we do it for love, you know. How we you treat your family is exactly how we treat how we treat our own family.
0: Right? Yeah. Well thank you for all the work you're doing and supporting us in terms of creating wonderful, um wonderful young men and women and you know leaders of the future. It's really superb. Um Ali, how how was it for you and how how are things going for you?
1: Um it's, it's weird, because it's over a year ago now, You're seeing yourself on the big screen, but it's definitely not easy um, sharing your story with all you guys, especially if it's, you know, if it's a bit tough, but um, yeah, I feel honoured to be here, and um, I appreciate you all for coming, and yeah, good to see you all here. Thank you for being here. It's great having you here. Mark,
0: um, just to, talking about the process in terms of making the film, yeah, and meeting Billy today.
3: There must be an awful lot that got left on the cutting floor. Well, oddly, we only shopped for a week. So, Marty was the ZOP who I've shopped for years. And he um, stayed at my house uh, and Marty. And uh, we had my friend Tom who came around with his camper van every morning and we got up at 5 in the morning and he'd make us a cup of tea in his little van and we'd race off. And you know, Tom wasn't so hot on getting up at 5 in We forgot his coffee one morning, which I'll never Never get the, you know, the for anybody. Uh, But yeah, to, to tell you the truth, we sort of packed a lot into a week and we, to, we didn't have a whole lot of stories that didn't make the edit. So um, yeah, it was, uh, we shot it in a week and it was all backstory. Whereas, you know, really, if I would t- to sit down and say, How, how would I do this movie if I had, had um, funding? I'd be following some of these guys over two or three years. You know, wouldn't it be amazing to see, you know, Ali? at law school, you know, and where's are gonna go next. It's, it's quite exciting, you know, it's amazing and, you know, I'd, I'd love to keep making something like that, you know, maybe we will, you know.
0: Well, I think we're gonna have to wrap up, but I just wondered, has anyone out there got a burning question? Oh, we've got a few. So I think we've got a bit of time to, to take a couple of questions. Kia ora I'm just wondering for Orly, what was, how did you find the gym?
1: And how did your mother feel about you leaving the house regularly? Um, yeah, boxing was something I shared with my dad when um, he used to when he came back from work. He used to um, hold pads for me when I didn't know anything about it. But uh, yeah, that's how it started. But then um, when I was in Pakistan, there was a gym close to our house, and I used to go just just look look from the on the window because. Um, yeah, because Mum couldn't afford the fees there, so there was um, there was no way I could get there without paying the fees. But when I came to New Zealand, um, when we arrived in Aotearoa, I was I was driving around and I saw all these rocks outside the gym that looked like a boxing gym, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, this is quite cool." So the next day, I didn't know I didn't even know where I was, but I just got out, started walking, and then it was during the summer holidays, so I came to. The gym and I saw um, looked through the window and it was locked because it was the holidays, so there was no one in there. But yeah, I told one of the um, the ladies that happens for six months to get settled and all that. So I told her I was like, you know, I want to I join the boxing gym that's there, and um, yeah, I just want to join it And so she found out the registration there and all that, and yeah, it started from there. But um, yeah, mum, mum's happy, but she's obviously not. Too happy with me getting hurt, but that's um, boxing, and she knows she understands that, um, like, when you see this, the pain business. So, um, yeah, you've got to, I don't know, she, she's good with it, she's all right.
0: Thanks, Ali. We've got a question up here. Tin koutou katoa. First off, congratulations on a really beautiful film. Um, I'm really, really proud to see this film because I went to Nai Nai College.
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah. I'm one of those difficult kids, so
0: it really smokes <laughs> my heart. Um, in those days, we had the Polynesian Club, so that was kind of where I went to escape from school, but um, I loved how you have portrayed the, the positive aspects of the community, because so often we see these negative portrayals of places like Nai, Nai you know, all the problems, and this shows the true spirit of the so I was really, really proud of you all. And my question is, how can we help? Like, what can us ordinary people do? Can we donate? Can we crowdfund? Can we? What, what can we do to support <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a really good question, probably one that we all want to answer. But uh, I just wanted to interject here because, like, Ali was saying, you know, couldn't afford the fees, or the monk couldn't afford the fees, or the boxing gym. The kids turn up and they pay two dollars fifty. If they can, but if they can't, I think 70% of the kids don't pay anything. Yeah. So they, they take people in whether they've got money or not. Um, so yeah, so to, to help out, I believe you could probably answer that question a bit than anyone, right? When the kids leave, you take the bikes off and smack them off. yeah
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do need help. There's people in this room that's helped us out. Unbelievable. And they um, can do it with grant second But David, my son's just an actually royal nugget, he's fantastic. And he's 25 and just got married, and um, he's taken on the mental of being able to make this bigger and better and really well organised.
3: And he's the right guy that's um, fronting all those issues. So he's, um So on the and on the website you can donate, can't you? you can, yes yeah. You can sponsor. You can sponsor one kid for the whole year. There's some pamphlets at the back of the room. So when you leave, if you are interested in helping out the club, there's um, some information there how you might be able to donate. Or but everyone does something, you know, like the guy in Fori in the you know, in the in the in the centre of town there, he gets some haircuts. We saw that in
5: the
4: Ford Motors and lower heart there's two brand spanking new bands. For
3: they would Never tell the us they scene. So it, it, the it just depends, you know, if you've got a skill just uh coming up I've had people at, at, at my gym where I go through in the morning, one of them's going, he's, he was a real character, he's from um, South America, he's a and he does website stuff <coughs> he was telling me that he was always getting kicked out of school and i said oh you know you should check out this gym mate. it's quite interesting he's like really motivated to help me so he to to, uh, he's got a cv called something up like a coach you know which is cool so there's a hundred ways to help um the cool thing is that once you do start helping you become part of a community you know which is cool and i think growing communities like, hey, I, don't, I don't think it's about, just chucking some money in, although that's very welcome, right? So, um, but yeah, once just, you just know, become a part of it, it becomes something that's bigger than that. And their philosophy doesn't just work for the gym, it works for the rugby club, it works for the chess club, it works for whatever, you know? Which is mm-hmm. cool, everyone can learn from it, and if you become a part of it, I think, yeah, it grows somehow, which is pretty cool.
4: It's good to see kids progress and know that you've had something to do with it. One young lady rang up and she said, oh, that she watched the form and she said, Ali's running past our gate, our fence. So we're all in the department, all the gate. That's my fence! I question to stop here.
5: Yep, lady up the back there. Sorry. not a question, sorry. It's a statement, sorry. But, uh, I just w- just wanted the audience to know that your reach went further back than like just your academies. I was a No, no, boy. Our parents were best friends. Both parents were dysfunctional. You know, my brother and you were best mates. And you were my hero. I mean, when you were boxing, and you were a, a 9 eyed entity. And yet you always stopped and asked me how I was. You know? You know, was I good? You are always smart, always generous. And um, so I think people need to know that from day one, that's the person you've been, and I understand something that's likely to be happening in West Auckland. Mm. So I'll give him a card at the end. If I can help, I will. <laughs> Thank <Great, mate. laughs> <Great>,
4: you. <mate. laughs> right back, babies in front, the front, little kids. And it's amazing. Good to see you here, mate. He helped me do my first book. I turned up to Hollywood. What do they call that coming? I can't quite remember how they say it. And the lady at the reception said, Well, everybody wants to do a book and that's not going to happen. She said, You just scribbled it down, I can't even read the first line. And I said, it's all there, you just gotta go through it, it's all there. And then um, Brent walked out the back of the shop and he was the man at the top and he said, This is gonna happen. And so he not to happen, the next time lift book we have done got to the Frankfurt Book Festival in Germany. You know. So that's through Brent, thanks mate, from Holland. They're like, they're yeah. and dad used to get one <laughs> so we
5: know sorry um, I don't have a question but um, this is an opportunity to say thank you to uh, several people in this room who over a long period of time have financially assisted um, The Billy Graham Foundation and the Nine-Nine Creek um, Academies and I'm glad the question came up about how do we do it and what resources do we need because the two key resources are the great people to run the academies but we do need finance to to run the academies as well and that's always a struggle but we have people who have been marvellous in their support we will always need more, and the more we get, the more we can do. And we've got um, six academies with one in the planning stages in West Auckland. We look forward, if we can get the funding, we get the good people to take it much wider and much further. The funding is key, and i am glad that came up in conversation. Uh, yep. And anything that anybody can do to help, we really appreciate it. <laughs> the young lady right up the back there the had a hand upstairs. And sadly, this
0: will need to be the last question because uh, we have got another film. <laughs> I
4: don't
2: after that. <laughs> the
0: lady just went out the door and she just asked me, Is this government funded? And I said, No. And we had some fun with the government, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I guess um, you've got some flyers there, haven't you? So take something, and if anyone can, can help um, with this wonderful charity and what has been done, uh, please do. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone today for being here, and I, I'd like everyone else to please put your hands together and thank.
1: You. thank, you. thank you.